Krannik yawned and stretched, showing yellow fangs. The Dragonborn had been in line for three hours now, but finally the polling station was in sight. There wasn't a place to vote in Pleasure Dune, so he'd had to make his way over the bridge and into the southern district. The weather had been kind, even as the sun began to fall. As he waited, he noticed another Dragonborn making his way out of the polling station. He jerked his head, and the Dragonborn stopped in his tracks before making his way over to Krannik. Well, look who finally made it, huh? Krannik rolled his eyes. Uh, uh, what the hell? Don't get over the river much. This is as good a reason as any. How long were you in line? The other Dragonborn, Greylock, produced a large, water-damaged cigar from his coat and offered it to Krannik, who shook his head. Greylock looked surprised. Four hours now. What, what the hell? <laughs> you don't smoke anymore? Krannik shook his head. Not since they pulled that body out of the river. Scared straight, huh? <laughs> Greylock shoved the cigar back into his dirty jacket. Krannik smiled, took a few shuffling steps forward. Who did you vote for? Greylock paused. Ah, ever still? Krannik nodded and shrugged. Yeah, I figured that's who I'm going to be picking too. They both sighed. You think he'll be any good? Ah, can't be any worse, right? <laughs> After all, I mean, he did catch the skinwalker killer. And even the watch couldn't do that. They laughed as Krannik shuffled forward again. I don't know. Shit's got pretty fucked up this time around, huh? Greylock nodded as two men paused to stare at them for a moment. Well, don't mind us, watchmen. We're just here to vault. Greylock rolled his eyes at Krannik and furrowed his brow as the two men walked away quickly. Uh, undercover watch. They've been here all day. Krannik understood, smiling. Ah, it makes sense. Who wanna look like them today, huh? Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. Everstill looked up, hearing a knock on his chamber door. He wasn't alone. Two healers were on either side of him, tending to his arm, which felt like it was broken during the scuffle with Morthos. Enter. An elderly dwarf poked his head around the door and smiled. I I'm terribly sorry, sir. There's a Nathan Bowman here to see you. Art nodded and smiled, seemingly surprised. He shifted uncomfortably in his seat, waving the healers away. Moments later, Nathan walked into the large bedroom. It hadn't taken him long to reach Art's large townhouse from the hospital. Oh, Watchman Bowman, this is uh, an unexpected surprise. Uh, he smiled. Uh, forgive me for not getting up. Uh, and gestured to his bloodstained shirt and his arm, which was now in a sling. Nathan also smiled and nodded. I was just passing by and... Uh, I wanted to come and see how you were doing. My chief said they let you out of custody this morning. The tiefling nodded. 
Well, apparently you can't even catch the most wanted killer in Tarthage history without spending a night under intense questioning. It's really lovely, you should try it. Nathan snorted and nodded. Yeah, that sounds like Chief Sherman. A moment passed between them. Well, it's, um, it's good to see you, Watchman, but I would like to get some sleep. I imagine my father will be here in the early hours of tomorrow. Uh, did you remember to vote? The teethling said with a small smile. Nathan nodded. Yep, uh, I voted. I uh, just on my way over here. He paused at the door. I have to ask you all. <laughs> Sorry, um, how did you get him? Skimwalker. What happened? Art nodded slowly. I can only tell you what I told the rest. I was on my way home. He jumped me and knocked me out and he must have taken me to the warehouse. I woke up and I found he'd not tied one of my hands tight enough. I, I waited for him to turn his back and then I got, I just escaped. There was a tussle and I got lucky. Nathan nodded. Can't imagine. Art grimaced and motioned to his arm. I got off lighter than most who I faced him. One of the healers moved past Nathan, packing up a small leather healer's bag, as Bowman chose to take a seat opposite Art. Your dad isn't here? He looked around as Art shook his head. No, actually, he's over at uh, MIC. They've done so much for our campaign, it seemed appropriate to have the final party there. Only a party if you win, though, right? Well... Yes, but with everything, we're, we're quietly confident uh, between you and me. No doubt. I mean, catching the most wanted killer in Tarthage history the day before the election has got to help, right? I mean, that and the other half of the candidates dying before anyone can even make it to the polls. Art's eyes narrowed ever so slightly as Nathan continued. I mean, that does help, right? Elections, they're not made of moments, Mr. Bowman. It's about sustained hard work. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Nathan nodded, taking in the room around him for the first time. The two healers were busying themselves at the dressers to Art's left, apparently preparing a fresh bandage, judging by the smell of antiseptic. Uh, I, I don't mean to be rude, but is there anything else? Nathan pulled a face for a moment, but then shook his head. No, I... There was one thing, but... Uh... Oh, no, no, please, what is it? Nathan gave Art a long look, before reaching into his coat and producing a notepad. I was wondering... <laughs> Can I get an autograph? Art looked from the notepad to Nathan, and back, before bursting out laughing. Nathan started laughing too. I've never, <laughs> I know, I've never met anyone famous or like in the public eye really. Um, and the others we have a bet. And look, I just, if you wouldn't mind, Art kept laughing and then winced as his arm shifted, clearly causing him pain. <laughs> Do you have a quill? I need a quill if I'm going to sign anything. He said, looking around and wincing in pain again. Oh, no, 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 no. I have one, I have one. Uh, it's self-inking as well, actually. Nathan reached into his coat and pulled out a small quill. Opening his notepad, he scrawled a few times before handing it across to Art. Everstill took it and flicked the notepad open to the first page, and then froze. Written on the page were two words. Dulac Moss. He gulped, 
and then looked up at Nathan, who had stood up and produced a set of manacles from his belt. The colour drained from the tiefling's face. How? We can talk about that later. But right now, I ever still... By order of the Tarthage Watch, I am arresting you for eight counts of conspiracy to murder, one count of money laundering, and one count of obstructing the course of justice. Don't worry about getting up. I've got a few people downstairs who want to help. Nathan moved forward, clicking one cuff onto Art's wrist before he heard the thud. Half a second later, he felt it. A needle had hit him in the side of the neck. He tried to move his fingers, but felt the manacle slip from his grip as his arm went numb. The room swam around him as time seemed to slow for a moment. Toppling sideways, he clattered a chair over in the process, landing on his back with a thud, his head cracking against the floor. One side of his face was paralysed, along with his hands, his feet and most everything in between. He felt the needle in his neck, but he couldn't reach up to remove it. He could barely breathe. Art stood up and looked over to the healers, one of which was holding a large blowgun. The tiefling grunted and awkwardly got to his feet, nodding to them before kneeling beside Nathan. I, I don't know if you can hear me, Nathan, but uh, I, I'm sorry about this. You seem like a, a good watchman, and this is... Well, this is something else entirely. <laughs> he gulped and nodded. Behind him, the two healers were advancing on Nathan, one of them producing a long, thin blade. It sparkled in the half-light. Iridium. Nathan tried to move, but all he could do was let out a gargle grunt as his body remained still. In his pocket, there was a vibration, the hum of a soundstick. Art looked him over one more time, before moving his hand. He raised the palm to his face, fingers across his eyes, before extending the hand out as a salute wave to Nathan. The healers were standing over him, and as Art stood up, the one with the blade decided to raise it and then shifted, driving the blade into Art Everstill's neck. The tiefling made out to cry, but could only make the same strangled sound as Nathan, as blood poured from the wound on his neck. The healer pulled the knife out again, and drove it deep into the tiefling's chest, once, then twice, leaving the blade stuck in place before pushing him back. Art fell back towards Nathan, hitting the floorboards next to him, blood pumping from his wounds. His head turned to face Nathan, his lips moving but no sound could escape them. Nathan watched the life leave his body, as the second healer reached down and pulled the dagger from Art's chest. They turned to face Nathan, picking up one limp hand and curling the elf's numb fingers around the handle of the dagger. Satisfied with the scene, they stood up and stepped back, disappearing from Nathan's view. has been Tales of Tarthage. This episode was written and edited by Samuel Bradley. The title music was Who Am I to Complain by Alec Michael Wilson. Extra sounds were provided by Zapsplat.com. This was a Starter Set Studio production. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um, Excellent. 
you're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from.